0: Demystifying DMing, brought to you by Mimics and Monstrosities. Come check us out on Twitch and YouTube at Mimics and Monstrosities, and on Twitter at Mimics and Monstros. Hello everyone and welcome back to Demystifying DMing here on Mimics and Monstrosities. Today I want to go over prepping your very first session with your players. It's the beginning of the campaign, you have a bunch of ideas for where things are going to go, cool encounters, villains, NPCs, locations, but first you need to get things started. That beginning can be the most difficult part, so we're going to break it down how to go through and actually start your campaign from the very beginning and run your very first session. I want to make it very clear that there's no one right way to do things, and all d and games are different, so there's no one cookie-cutter way to do things. These are just some basic suggestions I'm going to give you that are a good way to make sure you cover your bases and have some things that you might not have thought of or just make sure you do think of when you go into your first game. Of course, if you have other ideas for cool ways to get things started, By all means, go with those. These are some things that you generally want to have covered when it comes to your campaign, but of course, Like all rules in D&D, there are exceptions. The first thing you want to make sure you have is a world, somewhere for this to take place. For more on that, you can see our previous video for published versus homebrew, but make sure you've at least picked one. Regardless of whether or not you're using a homebrewed world or a published one, make sure you've got a good level of familiarity with it before you start your first session so that you know some basics. But for the most part, when it comes to starting your first session, there are three things that you really want to focus on to make sure you have before you go into it. The first one is very, very important and it will become immediately apparent if you have not thought of this before the first session. And that is, make sure you have a reason for the party to be working together, in the same place, together. Basically, have a reason for them to be a party or become a party. We all know the ones where the party meets together in a tavern and they just decide, hey, let's start hanging out together and adventuring together. That can be fine. But for the most part, a beginning like that where the players just get together as a party because they know they're eventually supposed to, can feel a little artificial. And while it'll get the job done, it's not necessarily as satisfying as it could be for the players and kind of breaks that immersion. So, have a reason that the party should know each other. There's all kinds of ways you can go about this. A lot of pre-made adventures have a specific way to tie the players together and get them started. They can all be members of the same faction, they can all have received a mysterious letter bringing them to the same location, they can all know the same person who's recently gone missing, or they might know a person who's recently gotten tied up in some sort of conspiracy in town. Regardless, there should be some sort of reason why they know each other, want to work together, or otherwise are tied together at the beginning of the campaign. And you don't have to keep this a mystery beforehand, too. This is something you can work together with your players on before the session even starts when it comes to character creation. Give them an idea of where they're going to be starting off, what their characters should know, and brainstorm together, maybe, how do you know each other? How are you tied together? If they have an idea of how they're going to know each other, or how they're going to be working together, or what reason they're going to be having to do this, They can kind of build that into their character as they're thinking about it, and it'll give them that guidance for when they start so they kind of know where things are going. If, for example, the first quest your players get at the very beginning of the campaign is given to them by the cleric of the temple of the lawful good god of justice, you probably want to make sure one of your players isn't a chaotic, evil, necromancer, devil worshiper that wants to see that god and all of his works crumble in front of him. Because that could make things very awkward. Number two is a starting location. You generally want to make sure that you know where the players are starting and you have that area pretty well mapped out. Generally speaking, I say to start small and then build outward from there. Both the Player's Handbook and the Dungeon Master's Guide suggest that as the players go up in adventuring tier, that is to say level, they should become heroes of a greater and greater geological scale. So for example, you know, village heroes to county heroes to national heroes to global heroes, for example. Because of that. You can start the scale off pretty small at the very beginning. If you start them off in a small village in the middle of nowhere, as many campaigns do, that keeps things fairly restricted and you can control a lot of what's happening there and you can know a lot of what's going on. Who the NPCs are, what the locations are, what dungeons are around, what monsters are going to be in the area, what sort of mysteries you want them to solve all that kind of stuff. This can be especially helpful and important when you're homebrewing your world because while you should have a general idea of as much of the world as possible, when it comes to specifics, this way you only need to really define that one small central starting area that your players will be starting in. So that way you don't need to know things like characters and politics and dynamics and all of that in specifics in a whole bunch of places outside of just this small village, which can be very, very nice. That way you can then define these things more and more as you go and the campaign expands geographically. Because remember, if the players haven't seen it yet, it doesn't exist. Which is a very very important thing when it comes to flexibility. The last thing you want to have is some kind of combat encounter. Something so that the players can actually get to use all of those abilities that their characters have. Because, let's be real here, most d rules and abilities are centered around combat. This gives the players an opportunity to actually use their characters and their abilities as far as the rules go and what's on the character sheet. For the most part when it comes to this encounter, Prioritize fun above all else. Let it get a little wacky. Of course, use low challenge rating monsters, since your players are probably level 1, and really, really focus on just upping the fun factor. Lots of things to mess with in the environment, interesting stuff going on, and a little bit more of a wacky, light-hearted element to it can really set the tone for the beginning of the campaign. Generally speaking, even if you're running a campaign that's going to end up being a bit more serious in the long run, you can still have a fun, wacky adventure at the very beginning because, again, Contrasts and ups and downs what really helps highlight those things. The really, really serious and sad moments are made even better by the fact that, you know, just a session ago the players were having a lot of fun and laughing and having a really lighthearted time. That contrast really makes a difference. As far as basic things that you really want to make sure you have, that's about it for a first session. All these things will give you a really good starting point to jump off and start things right. Again, they were, make sure your players have a reason to know each other, have a good starting location and know it well, and have a first combat encounter that's usually pretty fun. Of course, there's no one right way to play D&D, so you can have all sorts of other things and break any of these rules as much as you want. These are just some guidelines. Some other things you might want to come up with before your first session are things like lovable NPCs, the names of some taverns or shops in town if you know your players are going to do some shopping or asking around. You also might want to have a starting arc or villain in mind. Some sort of mystery, maybe, or a villain, or something to get the player started into your first story arc. At least know what it is, so that way you know where to lead them or what hints to drop for foreshadowing. Another good thing to have is a list of adventures hooks, just some quick one-sentence things that help give you an idea for some potential quests or adventures that the players could look into. That way if you need to drop something interesting into a conversation, or your players need to overhear something or stumble onto something, you have a good idea of some things that are around and then you can branch off and prep and improv from there if the players decide to actually follow that. Generally speaking, a big overarching story is a fun thing to put into a campaign, but not necessarily required and especially not at the very beginning. While you might want to get started immediately and jump right in and hook the players into the story right away, remember, even big stories need a small tutorial area first just to get players into the swing of things. It can be really nice if your players have a very small self-contained villain for, say, the first couple levels that they can actually overcome and defeat in those early levels, before you move them into the big overarching story. That way they have this victory and something they've accomplished so they can gain some renown before you bring in the big bad that might last them all the way to level 20. It can also help the players start to feel more at home in their characters if they can exist before the main story, so that way they don't feel like their entire identity is wrapped up entirely as one story, so they can have side adventures and wants and desires and downtime, and all of these other things that create really interesting, well-rounded characters. As always, stop by the Mimics and Monstrosities Twitch channel to see all of our games every week, as well as all of our VODs on YouTube down at this channel below. If you have any questions from this video or any of the others, I would love to answer them. And if you have any ideas for things I can talk about in the future, come by the Discord and I'd love to hear from you. As always, your players are having more fun than you think they are. Remember that, and have a great rest of your day. Bye, everybody.